This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How I'm feeling, it doesn't matter. Because you know I'm okay. Instead, I ask myself, why do you worry? You know you know I'm the same. I know, I know you don't love me, baby. They're trying to take you away from me. Only over my dead body. I think I killed everybody in the game last year. (laughs) Man, fuck it. I was on, though. And I thought I found the girl of my dreams at the strip club. Mmm, fuck it. I was wrong, though. That is my spoken word rendition of Over My Dead Body by Drake. And I simply... I'm just going to end it there. Yeah. You know? That's where the road ends. The year is 2013. Okay, I'm literally Googling right now 2013 pop culture moments because guess what? I was too caught up chatting with my guests who I'm very excited to have on the show today that I didn't do my pre-recording homework. So now I am. And as always, we like to get um, all of our facts from incredible online, um, you know, places such as kqued.org mm-hmm. what is that i don't know but guess what they provided me with the most memorable pop culture moments of 2013 <laughs> so according to this again don't know what it is kqued we thank you they say the most anti-pop pop song goes to number one lord Tennis court. What? Yeah? Anti-video f- video for tennis court. This is a dumb list. I'm already going to say it right now. Oh, this is a tragedy. HBO cancels Enlightened, which, you know, we love, love, love the show. I remember this. Daft Punk cancels appearance on Colbert Report with 24 hours notice. Why is this the most memorable thing <laughs> of 2013? That's crazy. Um... Mm, don't that like again these are facts that mean nothing to me Taylor Swift wins every award show with her interpretive dancing oh that was when she started to become popular for like dancing along at award shows again KQUED we might not be coming back again but you know oh yeah there's a gif there's a gif of Taylor yeah just her popping and locking you know what I mean but really I'm most curious about this person Less about this. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. There are so many. Okay. Yeah. Taylor really was Taylor B. Dancing. Mm. Um, and guess what, guys? That's literally it. Those are the, <laughs> that's the whole entire list. I guess the most memorable thing that happened in 2013 actually happened in Los Angeles, California, and happened to be the year that my guest, Hannah Einbinder, graduated high school. Woo! Hannah. All right. Can you believe that incredible list that we just got given? <laughs> I, Do you feel like you remember where you were when Daft Punk canceled their appearance 24 hours notice? Couldn't tell you a gun to my head. Mm. I mean, I don't remember a thing on that list. And you um, shouldn't. Tennis court? Can you sing? What can is you tennis court? What, what is that even song? is that song? You know what we like to do here on the show as of late? Play 10 seconds of a song. <laughs> yeah. Because then you don't you avoid copyright infringement. That's incredible. We should so do that. Tennis I'm about court to pull up Tennis Court. By Lord. Because I have to be honest with you, hmm. I am not a Lord head. Sure. I have to be honest with everyone out there. Yeah. Don't you think that it's boring how people talk? Oh, you know okay, this song. Now it's coming back. Muscle memory. Ten seconds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have much more to offer past the, that yeah. sort of beginning intro, but. Look, people. Oh, I'm not showing my feet on camera. Got to pay for that. I need to put a paywall up. Like I was telling, <laughs> I, Hannah and I were on a show together this past weekend and I said, paywall has to start paywall. happening. And we were doing some math. Yeah. And that was a mistake. <laughs> and that was a mistake to do <laughs> These math. These two people doing math? Bad. I mean, I don't have to tell you. Well, speaking Shouldn't of math. Happen. 
Were you a good student? Let's just get the ball rolling. No. You I was, weren't? I was not a good student. Because you give me good student energy. Thank you. Well, you know in English I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll volunteer to read. You know, I was yeah. really that. In English, you know, if I bonded with... I took an AP US uh, government class because mm. I was very into politics. Yeah. You know, um, really, you know, started watching Bill Maher in high school with my parents. Um He's obviously fallen from grace, but mm-hmm. he had his heyday and it was kind of kind of slay. And no, many I mean, ways. I used to watch Bill Maher. Yeah, he he was kind of that guy being sassy yeah. on TV. You know? He was. He he had a moment. Um, And so so watching him got me really into politics. And then I would watch MSNBC mm. like a lot. And so I was like, I actually really am interested in politics. So I s- could see myself taking an AP class mm. for that reason. But no, I was I was doing math I was doing my math requirements into college because I couldn't finish it in high school because it was so really hard. Yeah, math and science like very. So you were able to graduate high school while still needing to finish math requirements. I I believe so. Yeah, huh. I had to take math in college for sure. Interesting. Um, yeah, and a language I had to take in college. Mm. I, I really did not do high school. I've not done any of my schooling right. I had to take a language in. Um, I had to take a language in college, and I ended up minoring in French. Huh. Yeah, totally embarrassing because now it's like when I drink a little bit, my French is more accessible, but like sober. Sure. No. It's sure. we all get too embarrassed. No, for sure. I mean, to commit to an accent. Hard. Hard. To hard commit to an accent that, that très, is. Très, très difficile. Oui. 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 C'est très C'est difficile. Uh, it's all the uh, uh, it's very uh, yeah. it's very uh, did you, you know take French? Mean? Um I did. I took Spanish and French. Wow. I, I just kind of vibed through school. Like I took two years of Spanish in college and I, or in high school and then um no more language. Mm. Like went to college, still needed to do a language, took some Spanish mm-hmm. in college to finish it up and was like, I actually am not operating at the 301 level. Mm. You know? And yeah. then I was like, what about French? And then I started over Whoa. taking French. I just I didn't have a I didn't have a plan. I mean, sometimes we just free we just let let the wind take us when yeah. it comes to learning languages. Yeah. And, and it's romantic that way. And it's important to do that in a system that is binary and of you course, can fail. Of you know? course. That's, and that feels good. It feels yeah. good too. Yeah. I, I never really I didn't really thrive in the public school system, if you can believe it. Mm. I, Where'd you go to high school again? I went to Beverly Hills High School. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of misconceptions about Beverly. Um, it's a good high school. It's it's all right. Yeah, it's, it, it's it, big. It, it was good. Yeah, it's big. The funding had since been stripped. There were various embezzlement scandals. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, very, very chaotic. But um, it, was, it was a pretty fair education. But I was coming from a very, like, artsy private school for all of elementary like for like from when I was four years old to seventh grade Mm. and then the recession hit in 2008 my parents were like we gotta pull her out Mm -hmm. you know gotta put her in public um so I came from this very like poetry heavy like arts and crafts Mm. like language arts dance yeah uh, high school or like we'll give school. you we'll tell you what the vibes are and not give you grades literally yeah literally it's like I took a class famously called lamp what <laughs> yeah so lamp, what is lamp it's exactly what you think baby we made lamps that's it yeah out of household items I bet you your lamp is cool do you still have it I don't still have my lamp but it was it was like um it was some like engineering like we were working with like Whoa. electrical stuff and then it would be like and it's a wine bottle too, or whatever. What was your object? Do you remember? It was a wine bottle. Oh wow! Yeah. I turned a wine bottle into lamp. But that's um, really that's like sophisticated and elegant of you. It's cool. It's alternative, mm-hmm. and you can't go to public school after that. No, <laughs> you, you can't, can't go from lamp to public school. No, it's never been done <laughs> no. before me. I just barely got out of there alive, girl. Did you have? Because I think this stopped, but and I and I doubt that this would exist. At Beverly Hills High School, mm-hmm. but did they have like home ec? They didn't have home ec. They had um, the only cool extracurricular thing that they had that was a class option mm. was Beverly had a public access channel. And so there oh. was a full 
uh, like mini TV production studio. That's so cool. And so we would do like the the Normans were the mascot. We do like the Norman News, and there were two kids like doing like being baby anchors at a desk. And then there was I would do the interview. So basically, I would like pull my friends out of class to That's be interviewed. So fun. Um, yeah, sort of a little yeah. news network. A little news network. BNN. So. <laughs> no. School <laughs> subjects were not the best. You were not. That was not your thing. Not my thing. I I I really detested um, school. And yeah. I and there's a distinction I want to make between school and learning. Yes, I love to learn. Yes, me too. You know, I hated school. I hated school. I was awful. Like awful at homework. Awful at all of that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love to learn, honey. I'm I'm learning every single day. That's and right. I love to learn, but like learning in that type of setting and like testing and having yeah. it be, as you said, a very binary like system. Yeah. Didn't work for me. Can I take you back? Please. You're sitting in class. Mm. The papers have been passed out. The test has been passed out. Everybody mm. has it. Ready, begin. Mm-hmm. The sound of the furious pencils. Awful. You're looking at your page. You don't know the answer. Awful. Pencils. No, that I'm not very looking at my distinct. page. I'm looking at the person next to me's page. <laughs> Honey, I'm cheating. Yeah, the whole okay. time. Let's be clear. Yeah, Shout I'm... out to. Yeah. Let me cheat off her. Yeah. Sh- girl, you, I'm here because of you, girl. Yeah. You know that. I would go over to your house. You would pop in a little bit of a, a mushroom Trader Joe's pizza. We would we yeah. would study. I'd hang with you. Yeah. And then that's it. And then I'd fucking copy your fucking paper, girl. I famously and I've said this before on my pod, but I famously used to in math class just wait for this kid <laughs> next to me to finish the equation. And then I just write down the answer. But like I wouldn't have the work. And my teacher would be like, like you need to show me how you got here. Yeah. And I would be like, "Well, I got there." So I don't know like why that's that big of a deal. Oh my god. It's, it's so dumb. It's I, I but that's the thing like it 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 is such a shame. It really is such a shame that we cannot allocate the resources that we have in this country towards like getting kids excited about learning and figuring out alternative ways to make people feel smart and valued i also just think that like so much of it is fucking boring yeah like math is if you're not a math head it's boring no it's straight up it's infuriating it's boring it's and and by the way like the system tells you that if you can't do it it means you are not smart like it it is such a it it really discourages kids in so many ways and creates like low self-esteem and in a like lot of people and insecurities and when they can't get you know <clears throat> affirmation and approval from any scholastic systems they will go outside of that and yeah. be bad kids which is like what i did honestly. say that honey you know i will and I you just know won't. how infuriated were you though i used to get mad at the person i was cheating off of for being wrong and not me <laughs> <laughs> i would be like this fucking dumb ass <laughs> Didn't study for the goddamn test. <laughs> He's tanking us. Yeah, and I'd be like, it's not my fucking fault. It's his fault. <laughs> yeah, you get the answers and I clown around. Yeah. I know my part of this equation. Yeah, I look sexy. <laughs> yeah, I show a little and, teeth. Yeah, that's it. And you divide. Exactly. I know. Wait, what do you mean you were a bad kid? Elaborate. I was a, I was a, um, I definitely was like smoking in the parking lot before school. Cigs or weed? Weed, for mm, sure. Yeah. Um, I had this like really kind of clutch situation in high school where um, I, li- I lived, I had many eras in high school and I was kind of the chick who like knew everybody and was friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I was in the journalism program because yes. I was part of the interview. Like, because uh, you were an on air correspondent. I was yes. an on air correspondent. Um, yes. And, because of that, I was like friends with those kids. And then I was also captain of the cheerleading team. So I was like friends with the athletes. Mm-hmm. And then I would date really mean, bad guys. Mm. So I was friends with all like the druggy kids, mm. like the bad kids who were like in the finishing school. Like, do you, does What's it? the finishing school? Or maybe it's um, not called that, but my high school and many public high schools have like a a secondary school that's like smaller in a couple classrooms and it's just like a, a little bit of a walk um 
away from the main campus and, and it's for the bad kids. There? Oh, really? So if you get caught with drugs or if you're failing, you have to go to like it's like a little it's like the bad kid annex. Yes. It's the small it's like a tiny mini high school for like kids who are like on probation, basically. That's crazy. I've never yeah. heard of this. Have we ever heard of this on the show? I've never heard of a it's school a having thing. a mini school for the it's bad, a mini for, school the probation for the bad kids. kids. Worth, um, worth me or someone looking up the exact definition yeah, of yeah. what that is. But um, yeah, I don't know how to really refer to it. But Beverly has a, a sub school called Moreno High School, and that's where. Um, Obviously, you go if you're on probation. I had no idea. And I'd walk over there and find a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a lot of boyfriends in high school? Um, I had I had a couple. Um, I was definitely a relation girl. Mm. Um, freshman year, I had a boyfriend who was who I kind of like. I had one friend of me and mm. a boyfriend, mm. and then he was just constantly cheating on me, constantly <gasps> breaking up with me. I will recall your same age. Um, my same age. Okay. I recall one one time I was um, we would like walk to Beverly Drive mm. to go to like Chipotle mm-hmm. after school, and um, he was out front of our gym waiting for me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go change because I was in my practice clothes from to your practice." Yeah, and he was like, "No, don't change." And I was like, I- "I'm just gonna go change. Like, I don't want to walk to Beverly Drive like with in my like." shorts yeah like I I just want to like put my clothes on and um I went to go change and I came back out and he was gone and um I kept calling him and calling him and my like best friend at the time had gone with him to Beverly Drive and they just like totally like ditched me and I finally I called her and she put me on speaker and he was like tell her we're tell her we're done like he like he was like a sicko honestly and that was like one of my very early relationships like he was just constantly like doing crazy manipulative shit oh, like that and like cheating say, on me. Been there, and, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, there. But it's high school yeah. boys are demonic, demonic, and I shudder to think of the Andrew Tate influence and what they are now. Like I shudder, <sighs> I shudder to think. But um, anyway, that was an interesting freshman year, and then, um, so like that's what I say when I. That's what I mean when I say I was like friends with the bad kids because all of his friends were like the yeah. like stoner like reject like yeah. whatever, um, and then he finally cheated on me one last time and cheated on me and then began to date the girl that he was cheating on me with immediately so like broke up with me because I would have kept going back girl I was not I, I get it I was that girl I was just like I mean, get it together honey it's hard <clears throat> when you're like fourteen fifteen you're like. So insecure. Yeah. Even if you feel like you are secure, you're you're not. And also being in your like weird changing body mm-hmm. is really intense. And you're malleable. So when the world tells you you're something or if you're influenced by something, you yeah. take that on and mm-hmm. you take it as like word Fact. is bond. Yeah. So he breaks up with me, he starts dating that new girl, and then um and then my current best friend to this day, Phoebe Mandel, shout out to Phoebe Mandel. Um, she came up to me in English class and she was like, hey, like, you know, I heard what happened with like with. Mm. And um, I just wanted you to know, like, you can come hang out with me after school if you want. Like, we didn't know each other at all. We had never met. We were in the same seventh period English class. And then so nice. later that day I went down and she was like in the popular group. Like it was her and like seven other girls and they were all gorgeous and popular and fun and they partied. Did they have like a click name? Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid to say it. We can bleep it. We'll bleep it. Okay. It's, I need to hear it. I need to tell you. What is it? <laughs> 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 and the way they got that name was because one of the girls in the group and then yeah. everyone was like these are the we none of us had uh, none of us did it really funny with a z baby i love <laughs> click names because yes! they're always so so stupid i know that's then, really fun so you became one i literally was like Depths of Despair freshman year, got plucked, immediately was popular for the rest Love of high school. That. It was awesome. Did you feel that <laughs> did you feel that popularity in high school, like did you feel that that currency 
really shifted your life? I think it did. It it certainly opened up like my social scene. It it um was it was great. I mean, I went from truly having like one terrible friend who mm. was like never on my side and really like secretly disliked me. Yeah. To all of these cool hot girls who were just like, do you want to come hang with us? And Love I that. just was in- instantly like family with them. And Love it. Phoebe is my best friend to this day. So beautiful. Yeah. Everyone has a friend at that age that secretly hates you. Yes. And then you need to get rid of them. Yes. The frenemy dynamic is so fraught. It's I know so people that fraught. still have them. I know people really? that are in their I know people that are in their forties, fifties that still have frenemies. God, it is it's so a, not to be gendered, Speak. but I really do feel that it is a very female Speak on it. It's a it's a weird thing in female friendship. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, internalized misogyny. Totally internalized misogyny. But it's like, you know better, and yet somehow... You, these, some people just can't get out of the cycle. I know. I think it's. I think it's maybe a self-esteem thing. I also think it's like an overly forgiving thing. I think it's an overly understanding thing where you're just like, sort of programmed to forgive in many ways. I also think that like we, women are smarter. Mm. Period. Speak on it. And I do just think that there's more. We capture more nuance and we like ideate on things mm-hmm. more. Like when I talk to Abe about his friendships yeah he's like yo just have fun (laughs) and i'm like that's cool i'm like what did you guys talk about you guys scared of yeah i'm like (laughs) like what are you talking about he's like uh betting um golf uh and like i mean i love him very much but i'm like that's cool you know totally i bled in her hands but yeah or he'll be like one of one of one of one of our friends just started going to therapy and i'm like that's awesome he's like yeah and then that's it. There's like nothing else to say yeah. after that, which I love. Love. Which I find endearing. Of course. Which I need in my life. Period. Yin and yang, baby. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okay, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh Uh-oh. Your cheerleading career. (laughs) A career it was. It really was. Yeah. It yeah. really was. You were like the cheerleader. It's true. In the whole look. I won't deny it. In the skirt. Honey, the skirt, the palms, everything. Tumbling. Tumbling, honey. Doing. Wait, were you a base or were you a flyer? I was a flyer. Yeah. Point flyer, center flyer. I mean, I, I you know, I'm just being honest here. I don't want to brag. These are just me sort of relaying the facts. <laughs> we have right now, just so everyone, we can put it together. At this point in the episode, we are talking to... The popular girl at Beverly Hills High School who was varsity captain. Is that right? Is that it's, correct? It is, of the yeah. cheerleading team. Yeah. This is horny. This is yeah. this is the beginning of a, a movie. Yeah. It's the beginning yeah. of a horror movie, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey, I, I can tell you, yes. Wow. It was, yeah. I, I was um, a stern but fair leader. 
I I expected the most out of my girls. And yeah, I mean, honey, punished. this isn't a democracy. This is a cheerocracy. Honey, you better believe the reason. Yeah. The reason, capital R, reason I became a cheerleader was because I saw Bring It On. Yeah. That movie, I was like, yep. Yeah, I was like, personality. Yeah. That's my, that's my whole identity. I was dying to just wear the outfit. Of course. Of course. Yes. No, that was, that's a huge part of it for sure. We didn't have cheerleading at my high school. What was the situation? At my high school? Yeah, size-wise, like, is there, was it like, oh, we don't have sports type of thing? Uh, It was a, I would say, I went to a private high school. Okay. There were about 150 kids in my class. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe less. Maybe 100. No, I think like 150 kids in my class. Um, In this, in, mm-hmm. in the city. Yeah. Uh... No football, no cheerleading. Not the cult. It was, we, my high school, as far as DC high schools go, mm. not a sports school. Yeah. DC high schools and like Virginia and Maryland mm. high schools are Huge. famous for lacrosse. Okay. So lacrosse was like hot. the sport. Really hot. And then I would say soccer. Soccer uh-huh. was like very, very big. Yeah. But like it wasn't like a football town. Yeah. Like it, none of that fucking Friday Night Lights shit. I right. wish. I would have loved to have like gone to the big game. <laughs> you know. But I can see you at the big game. I never got to go to the big game. I Ugh. would just honestly get high and go and watch like the girls' varsity basketball team. Okay. But then because I was fucked, because my boyfriend was on the boys' varsity basketball team, he mm. wasn't good, um, <laughs> I became the manager so that I could, like, travel <laughs> yes. with them to fuck him. Queen. Yeah. Queen. Call me I love- <laughs> <laughs> But oh cheerleading yes. for you. Huge. Um, yeah, so I saw Bring It On... Um, I I started so my background was in competitive cheerleading, all star right. cheerleading, um, which for those who don't know, sort of similar to the sh- the reality show Cheer on Netflix, that sort of caliber of um, skill. Navarro, Navarro, honey, look it up. But um, I have Gabby seen- Butler. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm talking. About. I haven't seen the show. I think really no, it'd be very triggering. Yeah, yeah, it would, would be. be bringing back scary. Yeah, that's like if I were to watch a reality show about ballet at Juilliard. <laughs> yeah, very exactly. It would be like that. Your toes yeah. would ache. You'd yeah, go. Yeah, my body would be sore. Yeah, sense memory. Yeah, it would hurt. <laughs> it would hurt. Um, yeah, but that was um certainly. I, I attribute a lot of my work ethic to this day to um, my sort of early all-star competitive cheerleading days. Um, and when I went to high school, I was very disappointed in the level of skill. And the the frankly, it's a totally different sport. Mm. Um, and so it, it was a difficult transition because I felt like I was kind of losing this thing that I took pride in doing on an expert level. Um, and I did take it out on the girls. I yeah. did. I was very like, you know, I work was harder. Work harder. Everyone needs to have a standing back handspring or you're off the team. Like, well, yeah, that's that feels like a no brainer. That feels like a no brainer. Thank you so much. A standing back handspring. They didn't agree. I mean, I absolutely can't do one, but I would try. Honey, at at that age, it's like if you're not doing a standing back handspring, like you're on JV. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, standing back. That's just you just stand and pop back. Pop it back, girl. And that's it. You're 18. You're, you're 17. Nimble. Your bones are still little collagen giblets. Yes. They're not even hardened Springy. yet. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Get on back there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. If I were captain of a team, I'd be such a bitch. Yeah. It's it's. Pat- Can you imagine me being like, girls? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're off. Five, yeah. six from the top. Yeah. I'd be like, Whitney, how many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> Point Keep your, your legs toes. together. Yeah. Literally, literally. I lived that. I, I lived that. that. Um, and, you know, I was sort of having the, this, an, another factor that's important here is I was in sort of a meth fueled rage. I was mm. on a lot of Adderall. Mm. And so, you know, I was intense. I was intense. How much Adderall there was an are we talking? We started at five and we ended at 40. Mm. And if you're 100 pounds, you know, that's a lot. Your your heart is literally beating out of the beating shell that is your carcass. Of the shell that is your carcass. 
That's the only way you can describe it. Yes. That's what was happening. Did you have so much anxiety? Um, rage. Rage. Yeah. Rage against the machine, baby. Are you off Adderall now, if you don't yes, mind me asking? Did you have to go through one of those like crazy Adderall detoxes? I did. In college. Yeah. It was interesting. It was really crazy to adjust to the idea of feeling right. for the first time. Like there were a lot of emotions that I did not have access to um, when I was medicated. And upon detoxing, I really had to um, like cry, you know, I was crying and I did and I hadn't been doing that. I was very like, I'm tough. Like that was like right. my personality for a long time. And in, I was the, the, the height of that was was high school for sure. I think that there needs to be more of a discussion about people detoxing off of Adderall. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yes. I never was on Adderall. Yeah. I probably should have been, but I never was. Uh -huh. um, so many of my friends were. And when they got off of it, it's like real. You're a different person. Also, it's just, yeah, it's like I was talking to a friend of mine from growing up and she still takes Adderall every day mm -hmm. a shitload of Adderall every yeah. day and I asked her I was like why do you feel that you need to stay on it still because mm -hmm. it's like you know you're she's like 36 yeah. she has a job but she's not like I don't know to Data. me yeah I and and she was like, because when I'm on Adderall, I become the person I want to be. And I was like, wow, that is really like when you think about substance abuse or when you think about like not even just abuse, like when people have a sip of alcohol or like a glass mm. of wine and they're, all of a sudden they're like, oh, I just become uninhibited. Mm -hmm. And I'm like this flirty, fun thing. I mean, yeah. I feel that way sometimes. Totally. Sometimes for me, I'm like, if you think I'm fun now, wait yeah. until I have a margarita and a mushroom, <laughs> you know? A mushroom yeah. is so funny. <laughs> a, a single mushroom. A mushroom, don't A cap and a stem. <laughs> but yeah, and I, and I think that we are, I, I wonder if the generation now that's like in high school, it feels like they're not as heavily medicated as mm. people in our generation. Or, that's right. Our, our generation. generation. Um, <laughs> don't get it twisted. Honey. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know, but maybe that's just me projecting. No, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what the vibes are in terms of medication. You're not hanging I would out say, with high schoolers? <laughs> You're I not going say, back to your alma mater hanging out? <laughs> my high school reunion's actually this year in May. Mm. Should I pull up and be like, what's up, bitches? It's a 10-year. Yeah. Well, I'm sure your high school has reached out probably and been like, do you want to come back and talk? <laughs> Have they done that yet? No. I guess there's, I mean, it does feel like there's a lot of notable alumni, though, that went to your high school. And Angelina Jolie heard of her? Yeah. You think they're asking her Et to come cetera. back? The only yeah. person I know. <laughs> and yeah, you're like Angelina Jolie. End of list. At the end. No, but there are a million people who have went there. Well, it's very Tori Spelling. Sure. I mean, did Tori Spelling go there? Probably. Probably. I just think I'm putting that together because of Mal 90210. <laughs> Probably. Anyway. Never seen a single frame. Um cheerleading yeah. but did you party in high school yeah you did oh, yeah. you drank oh, yeah. i drank <laughs> really I even did. though i thought I that drank. i thought that um being in cheerleading would make you like no well you know the reason the reason i i still was partying was because it took nothing for me to meet the standards of my current team. You know, right. I was operating at such a high level. I was high every fucking football game. Yeah. So so a very important figure comes in when I join the cheerleading team. Her name is. She is a queen. I was with her actually um, a couple weekends ago and we smoked together and I walked into her apartment and it smelled like weed and incense, Lovely. which is like exactly what it smelled like when we were in high school. She smoked weed with me my first time mm. and kind of got me into like weed yeah. and becoming like a huge stoner in high school and college. That was like very, I was very like that girl whose personality it is that she smokes weed because yeah. I was losing this sense of like 
cheerleading as my identity because I was so constantly disappointed with the level that all the fucking losers that you were trapped (laughs) with on a team oh my god and I apologize if you're out there and you were one of my girls on my team and I was just like constantly pissed off but you have to understand I was mourning also you have to understand you were mourning and you were jacked up on on Adderall on amphetamines so yeah I was maybe a little like stern yeah um as a leader yeah so sue me sue me I'll see you in court yeah um but um yeah the uh she was great and she kind of got me into like okay we're gonna smoke before all the big games and it'll be so fun yeah and so i would be like whenever our team scored a touchdown she and i because she's she was from georgia and mm. she also did competitive cheerleading before so she was the only girl that i really like linked with right aside from one other girl kayla countryman queen who also was a competitive cheerleader before. yeah and we would smoke weed before the games and when this when the team would score a touchdown we would do the crowd would yell like b e v e r l y they would spell beverly uh-huh. and we would do b e v e r l y we would do a round off seven back handsprings in a row whoa b e v e they would yell as we did right. each back handspring and we would just throw them like it was nothing for us right. like we could just keep going and going and going and going and going um and so we just would be so faded, like yeah. doing all that shit. And I'd be flying, just being like, woo. Like it was that so seems like fun. It was really fun. Or maybe dangerous. Dangerous for sure is yeah. another word for it. Yeah. You could easily use that word. But to also describe fun. It. But also fun. And aren't many dangerous things fun? I was gonna say the line between fun and dangerous it's is a always diner, blurry. Fendi is a circle. But do you miss cheering now? Do I miss the glory? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like, do you ever have moments where you're like, you know, where you're like, I don't know how to ask this question. I guess it's like. Did you peek? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Do you ever have moments where I you think to your, school. Yeah. Where you, where you have yes. moments where you're like, oh my God, that was it. Yes. Do you really feel that way? I'm being serious. But, uh, yes. You know, like, do you really school. feel that way? Yes, I really do. As someone, yes, I really do. I peaked in high school. My name is Hannah Einbinder, and I peaked in high school. <laughs> but as someone that now, you know, you're you've been nominated for Emmys. Sure, that's huge. You know Didn't what else you is win a huge? SAG Award. You know what else is huge? <laughs> what? A round off back handspring layout. <laughs> I I agree. And just woo and landing it, and you don't have any pain. But I and you fucking I start crying. Can you imagine? You start <laughs> sobbing. Start weeping. But yeah. I really do wonder this yeah. for for people that like in any any profession or personal endeavor in your mm-hmm. adult life that you get kind of these accolades that people really think are oh that's the pinnacle like you have peaked but then I do wonder Mm -hmm. for people that feel like they were peaking at a point in high school for me I never felt that way I knew throughout high school I was like this is not it I was like I've always felt in my bones that I'm the kind of person I feel like I'm starting to ascend right now Mm -hmm. like I feel like I've been on the fucking roller coaster and this bitch has been like a kitty coaster, like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> but now I'm starting to creep up like the big one, but I'm still at the base, honey, sure. you know, and we're nudging along. Sure. But I do wonder the psychological implications of feeling like someone that genuinely peaked in high school, how you deal with those feelings now. You know, this is therapy, by the way. Uh, it's always been therapy. <laughs> That's what I was going in, assuming. Yeah, it it is something where, you know, I have lost... Um, a certain amount of I live in a different body mm. for many reasons than I did in high school um and you know that's not just because I like you know Adderall was keeping me skinny like whatever like I then got on birth control like things changed mm-hmm. and so I was at that time a an an athlete of the highest caliber. Mm. I mean, we have a saying in cheerleading, athletes lift weights, cheerleaders lift athletes. You know, we were Say that, honey. You know okay. What I'm that's gorgeous. Isn't that fabulous? That is. It's a drag for everyone it is. involved. Like it's 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 incredible. Um but but yeah, it is it is hard to um to no longer feel like to, to have reached sort of the physical pinnacle of um, 
sort of success and excelling in this thing. And it and it's objective. There is a correct way to do everything mm-hmm. and a wrong way to do everything. Right. Perfection is the only standard. Anything short of that is a failure. Like, right. It is this really intense thing. And I was doing it. Yeah. And I was and I was point flyer and I was captain. And it was like this moment where I could really latch on to that as like I don't know what's going on in my life or who I am or anything, but I know that I got the meanest toe touch on the damn line, bitch. Right. And that means a lot. And that means a lot. And so, yeah, you know, you see me at the Emmys. You see me at the the damn award shows. But guess what we're not doing on that red carpet? Randolph triple back (laughs) hand spring toe touch. Okay. Place, place, split. Oh my God, I would die if next time you just were like, someone came up to you and it was like, Hannah, what are you wearing? And you're like, hold on. And you just do a fucking six back handsprings. Well, actually, very fun fact. In the first season of Hacks, I did a cartwheel into the splits in a scene because I was Lucia was like, our director was like, hey, just this one, you can do like whatever you want. And I was like, whatever I want. <laughs> I'll do a cartwheel into the splits, honey. Do you still maintain your gymnastics uh, practice? No. Do you, I wish. can you pop off and do a back handspring? Oh, no. No, my body is ruined. I am, I'm in pain every day. Yes. Um, that is I really am that man in the letterman jacket in his basement going I used to be a champion yeah I used used to be great I really am him you guys I have to say that yeah do you have your letterman jacket still oh yeah do you wear it sometimes I'm going to start. You should. That's I'm chic. Start. They're so cute. They're really cute. When they're real, when it's like Honey actually leather. yours. Leather, yeah. If anybody out there is looking to make me a custom letterman jacket, <laughs> I never had one and I would wear it every single day. Oh, Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. We got our measurements taken for that shit because the uniforms are all custom too. They're amazing. Ugh. I need to introduce you to friend of the pod, Adam Salmon, yeah. who is iconic clothing designer legend, Mm. friends with Lucia and Paul, actually. But he was, and talks about it on this, on go back and listen to his episode. He was a competitive cheerleader in Texas. Wow. And he also was on a Navarro type, like, it wasn't just high school. It was full on crazy. Yeah, he and I are going to need to spend a weekend together. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he can still, like, he can still do... A back handspring yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Or no, he can still do a standing flip. A standing tuck. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think I think mostly men are able to have like a long term, like they're able to, they're more likely to maintain a long term ability in terms yeah. of their gymnastics skills. Not to say like that women can't. I would never, never say that. We'd never say that. I would never say that, but what I will say... We would never say men are better at anything no, on no, this no, podcast. No, 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 And never, never, never. But um, yeah, I think like for... I, I think it's just something where like if you continue to keep up with it, like I was so into that world and then high school cheer, I was just like, I wasn't focused on like... I was just throwing my body around. Right. And I wasn't You're socializing. You have yeah. your boyfriends. You're I'm Did you crazy. have sex in high school? Um not till senior year. Well, you're making out. You're I'm making out. You're I'm doing romancing. Hand stuff. Yeah. You're doing all yeah. that stuff. Of course, the boyfriend that I was talking about in the beginning spread a rumor that he had sex with me and no. I was like, I'm that's not true. Like, what I'm is wrong with these people? Disgusting. I, I I just the damage is just insurmountable that this man has done. And we havoc. There are so many High school boys. Everyone always thinks high school girls, high school girls, they're the bitches. They're trouble. (laughs) No. Have you ever met a high school boy? Have you ever met a high school boy? And they get let off the hook constantly. Speak on it. Constantly. Speak on it. And it drives me fucking insane. I know. Because I'm just like, what the hell? I know. It's insane. It's it's a hundred percent. You're you're so right. I feel like it, the conversation is so shifted to like the mean girls, and it's never about like, what about the, the toxic rapists? rape boys. Okay, literally psycho psycho criminal men. The amount of like sexual <laughs> this becomes so dark. I'm like <laughs> the amount of sexual harassment I endured throughout high school. I'm sure per- constant constant. Well, this is a perfect time to go into the high school guidance counselor's office. (laughs) 
Hannah, welcome to the High School Guidance Counselor's Office. I'm feeling safe. I'm your High School Guidance Counselor. But actually, wouldn't I be really good at that? Yes. No, but I'd actually be too, I would be too like, so tell me the tea. That, I would be too gossipy. Yeah, I could see that. I would want to know too much. But I think you would only do the tea once you got to a level with someone. And then you wouldn't get in trouble because they would have a bond with you. Or... Yeah, and I would never spread it. No. I would never like. You would just want to know. Yeah, I would never have you tell me a secret. And then I would never be like, hey, Tevi, guess what? Hannah was in my office earlier and she said something crazy. Yeah, you would never. <laughs> yeah, I would never do that. You're in the teacher's lounge? Yeah, like mixing my <laughs> mixing my little yogurt fruit on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Swirling it together. Cottage cheese pineapple. Exactly. Have you heard the tea? Really good. Really good. I love I I do miss cottage cheese. Bring it back. Why not? Well, you know, I can't have dairy. But and they don't make a good DF cottage cheese. No, they don't. No, it's just they don't. kind of impossible. It is. Honestly, you know who I bet could figure out a good DF cottage cheese? Who? Spike. That is right. If someone could do it, I think it if could be Spike. If someone could do the food science necessary, yeah. it could be Spike. For those who don't know, Spike is my older sibling who is also been also on the pod. Been on the pod, New York comedian. Yes. King. Yes. Godly. And I do believe that that would be the person to crack, For sure. crack the dairy-free cottage cheese code. Let me let you know some of the flavor profiles going on in Spike's kitchen at this moment, okay? Because yes. they and their partner made popsicles. Oh, yeah, I saw. You Did you see the popsicles? Yes. Okay. Goat milk vanilla. Yes. Cold brew. Cold brew. Unsweetened echinacea tea. Yes. That Dr. one looked Pepper. beautiful. That one did. The look unsweetened beautiful. echinacea tea. Yeah. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I love that. Just Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I Dr. Pepper is my favorite soda. Dr. Pepper is amazing. It's delicious. And it's it's one of those things where you're going, what the hell is this? Yes. Yeah. Also a diet Dr. Pep. Come on now. Take me home. It's really good. Um, okay. In the high school guidance counselor's office, sure. what we like to do here is we like to rectify a wrongdoing of your high school past. Mm. You can utilize this time to say fuck you to someone, to apologize to someone, or both. And then at the end, you'll never have to think about it again. Okay. And that's kind of, you know, the beauty of therapy, generally speaking. You talk about it once and then... Mm. You know. Okay. Okay. I have two. Please. These are for two different teachers. <clears throat> so, what the hell, man? You cannot tell a student that they're never going to be successful because they don't work hard. Wow. Literally, it worked out. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like literally that you were wrong. Yeah. And what are you doing telling me that? And also, you were always being like, what's up with Phoebe? Like, talking about Phoebe. Like, you're being creepy. Yeah. Stop. So, don't act like we're friends because I see you on your smoke break and you're the teacher who's, like, bad and you smoke. Because you can't be saying shit like that because that damages a kid. But it doesn't even matter because I'm popping now. So. Yeah. No. And then... um. I would also just say, like, dude, if I have a question in math class, you can't. Your answer can't be, "I'm sorry, we got to move on," because I got to get through the rest of this lesson. I got a question, dude. How do you expect me to do well if you're not going to answer my question? You're shaming me. Yeah. Because I got a question. Yeah. Guess what I'm gonna not. Guess what I'm now doing? Withdrawing from caring. Yeah. And now I feel bad. Yeah. And now my sense of self is cracked because. I am embarrassed and now everyone's calling me names mm. and you can guess which one. What were they calling you? A name we can't say, but you know it. R? R indeed. No. Of course. Like, it's so classic. Like, you know, you put yourself out there and the teacher's always like just this teacher would just like rush and not answer these questions. And yeah, like I have ADHD, like I am differently abled in the learning department. Like, And they I, were saying that to you in front of your teacher in class? No, outside of class in the hallway, but like. Still, that's still, terrific. It's like you're making it seem like I have such a fundamental misunderstanding and lack of a grasp of the material that we p can't possibly have the time in the class to explain it to me like that's crazy and that did a lot of damage and I think that is why I like kind of pushed school away which is a shame because it could have been a really great place for me to find a sense of self-worth and I instead 
just like became a little like goofball like fuck off stoner and like got into partying and like just doing shit that maybe like didn't serve me and I could have maybe used that period of time to like feel better about myself and my intellect which I now understand is not catered to this system but still yeah you don't know any better at that age you don't and on that note, I would like to use this time to say fuck you to, you gotta bleep this name because I know this man still works at my school. Mm. And I would like to say fuck you to, okay? Making me feel dumb as bricks 24 seven. It's not my fault that you are notoriously vindictive and hard on every single student, went to Harvard Law, cool. and then decided to stop practicing law and become a history teacher. You were a fucking dick to me. So mean. And yeah, I would fall asleep in your class, okay? <laughs> yes, I would fall asleep in your class because it was boring. Period. All right. Oh yeah, drag his ass. Piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck fucking you, dumbass teachers. Fuck you. Yeah. Bitch ass. Exactly. <laughs> Tevi. Do we have a classmate today? We do. This is a fired up episode. We're really getting <laughs> yeah. into it. And this is an angry, angry letter. Down. Oh, it is? Sort of. Oh my God. I'm scared. Okay, so Jane says, Hi, Greta. In high school, my best friend went abroad briefly one summer and made out for the first time. When she got back, it felt like a demon from the depths of hell had been released. She and I had been pining after separate, specific people for years as teens, but not hooking up with anyone yet. When she'd just returned from her trip, I also went away for a week, and the night before coming home, I got a call from her confessing the play-by-play of her hooking up under the stars with my longtime crush. Who Not she obvious- under the stars. <laughs> under the stars, who she obviously heard me talk about at length. She never even noticed him or thought he was cute. After that, this quote-unquote best friend continued to find herself in intimate situations with people I'd been flirting with. While Meanwhile, she essentially had her own boyfriend. I would tell our group of friends that I was excited that someone was at a party and later that same night I'd find her next to the guy with her legs dramatically draped over his lap. The most painful deep cut was when it involved someone who I'd actually been close to, shared music with, someone who had asked me out, but I had initially been too nervous to go out with. One one rare night when I wasn't around, she found herself on a long meandering walk with this long-term crush friend of mine laying down in a park together, talking for hours. (gasps) Of course, later I heard all about it in excruciating detail. Aside from privately crying, I wasn't able to articulate at the time how unbelievably hurt I was by what felt like a series of living nightmares. Mm. None of it felt like a coincidence. It felt so cold and so haunted. It felt directed at me, and I remember feeling so alone and insane with no one on my side. Fuck it all, Jane. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, Jane. Um, That's really... You want to talk about frenemy? That's kind of the classic definition of a frenemy. So it's almost relevant to our episode. I would say it is relevant In to many our ways, episode. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, that is kind of the psycho sexual, some might say, mind games mm-hmm. that your frenemy will play on you. Mm-hmm. The legs, like, sitting like this with someone. Oh, my God. You you couldn't fucking pay me to do that with my <laughs> husband. Like, never, you will this never see me doing this. purely a weaponization posture. Yes. That's not love. That's, that's not to real. Her. Yes. That's a weapon. Targeting, maybe this friend was in love with you. Ooh. Just saying. What we ultimately have to do, Jane, is just pray for her. Yeah. <laughs> That's we all need all to come together and pray. Because she's in pain. Yeah, I was she's just about to out. say, it sounds like she's literally acting out because she's insecure. Yeah. You don't have to do that, Jane. And you didn't. You've won. But I'm sorry because that also like really sucks when you're going through that. Fuck it all is right. And then to also feel like you can't, there is nothing worse than being like, if I tell my like best friend that I feel feelings for Taylor, I don't Mm. know. And then like the underlying fear that you're going to go and like hook up with Taylor. Yeah. That sucks. It does. It does. It is. Yeah. You really. 
a long, you know, I've been prone to these friendships, Jane, and so I understand. And now in my effort to like understand red flags and move away from things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, there can never be any element of a lack of happiness for the other person's success, like weirdness around hearing that they have other friends, like any of the possessiveness or psycho ego shit. Like, you know, I I am hoping, did, did Jane... Did Jane say that this happened a while ago or she's currently? This is in high school. Wait, she's currently this was, in high school? She's not in high school currently. No. no, no, this is past. No, this is past. Okay. So hopefully this is just like a recounting of something yeah, that no longer a, stings. Yeah, a trauma. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I, I think that hopefully you have a lot more, you know, substantial. Yes. Positive. Friendship, positive friendships today. Yes. As as a um sort of a learning, a learning moment from that situation. I yeah. hope no one ever treats you that way ever again. Yeah, Queen. Fuck her. Fuck her. Love that. Thank you for writing in. If you want to talk to me and my guests, please write in at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com. Use the subject line Classmates Corner. I love hearing from you all. Like, it really makes me so happy. And, you know... If you are a straight guy that listens to this podcast, you can write in too. You can. Like, I know that I talk a lot of shit on straight teenage men, boys, but uh, I would love, I, I, in fact, I dare you. (laughs) I dare you to write in. I dare you. Double dog dare you. Right in. Right in. Partner. Fuck around and find (laughs) out. (laughs) Um, Hannah. If you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Don't cut your own bangs, girl. Really? <laughs> this was my technique, cutting the bangs. It was comb them forward straight in front of your face. Uh-huh. Cut straight across. Really? And that was it? And that's all it took to create the famous... Swoop. S- swoop. Yeah. Um. There was this really awesome, cool... Which I had. Well, I had asymmetrical bangs. Oh, my God. You were way cooler than me. I was, was very basic. That was cool, Greta. That's a fucking era. Wow. Yeah, she's very cool. Oh my God. Cooler than me now, I would say. I love her. Much braver. Oh, my God. Than me now. Yeah, of course. In high school, I was very like, I'm not afraid. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm terrified all the time. <laughs> that is so funny. Wow, don't cut your own bangs. That's a good one. Yeah. We were all trying to look like this one girl, Imbar Katz, this cool Israeli girl in our high school who yeah. would do it and she would cut her own bangs and we were not her. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes some people just have that hot mystique Mm -hmm. that you want so badly. Mm -hmm. There was a girl at my high school named Zoe who was so hot. Zoe? Yeah. How how is it spelled? It's spelled Z-O-E, but it's pronounced Zoe. Ugh, of course. Zoe was so hot. Oh, it's not Zoe. No, it's It's, Zoe, babe. It's Zoe. Yeah. Can you imagine? She was so hot. I can can pull up a pic. I can pull up a pic. Um, Pull her up. Yeah, very powerful hot girls that they raised we all want to be but sometimes well. we can't um did you go to your senior prom i did what did you wear i wore um spike's dress mm. i wore a hand-me-down love it uh from spike and i regret to inform you all that i was the girl with converse under her prom dress no that's good <laughs> what yeah. color they were black leather cute um my a prom fancy, pictures are a fancy converse triggering. Yeah, um, really cool. I it wasn't a thing to go to the prom itself. Prom was lame, right? Um, a bunch of kids threw an after prom, mm. and so we would basically just like we took the bus, showed up to prom, like took pictures and left immediately. That's really funny. Um, not even a dance. Not even a dance. By the time I went to prom, I was dating a guy who had graduated a couple years before. Whoa, super cool. I thought at the time. In reality, <laughs> sad. <laughs> Really pathetic and bad. Where did they go to college? No. He um he started like this car wrapping business. Um and oh. he still does it. Cool. Shout out to I, I mean know. look. Um but yeah he, Entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. He um yeah, he came back to take me to prom and like very much like hotboxed the the bus on the way to the bus. Yeah. We were just like, we smoke weed. It was so yeah. stupid and lame. 
Um, but yeah, just did the after prom. I remember nothing. I was like doing dabs in the back of the fucking. That's I so don't remember. Funny. It. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so wholesome and fun. Yeah. I love that. LA prom vibes. Um, <laughs> God, I can't believe we've reached the end of our episode already. Can you believe it? Can you believe this? I can't. I know I didn't we need even to do a camera too. This, but I'm just thinking. I'm looking at my. I'm looking at my. You know, Oracle. I'm looking at my black mirror to see if we've forgotten oh. anything, and we haven't. I it's guess incredible. the last question of the pod is. Yeah. Did you have a senior superlative? I didn't have a senior superlative, but I was homecoming queen. Wow. Honestly, that's way, 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 way bigger than... That's kind of the ultimate superlative. You realize you have like the anti-comedy... I know. know. ...high school experience. I know. I know. It's very perplexing. What did you wear to homecoming? Uh, my cheerleading outfit. Oh. My uniform. And would you be on like a float? Like what was the vibe? In we, my mind, you're on a float and you're like waving. Convertible like, Audis. Convertible Audis. Convertible <laughs> Audis that they drove onto the track. Love that. Yeah, because homecoming was like the football game for was us. Was it sponsored by Audi? Um, I have to imagine so. <laughs> I mean, probably. Beverly um, Hills High School. Beverly Hills can High happen. School. Are you kidding me? Brand deals? We were doing them. Yeah. 2013, you guys think influencers were the first people doing them? No. Beverly had the Audi brand deal for homecoming. You better believe it. No, I have no idea. Did but, you have Instagram in high school? I did. I got it. I it, it, it came on the scene when I was in high school. And that was the time of sunset pick, sandwich pick, cookie, right. ice cream. You know, that's yeah. the post. Those are main feed posts. Love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going through another moment where I need to break my fear with social media. To get on or to get off? To to post something. To get to be posting on yeah. me. I know. I know it's hard. You know, it is. It Psychologically. Is psychologically hard. God. You got to fire him off. I, I do. I really do. <laughs> you know, Patty fly. has really been giving me some inspiration the past few days. She, that's a She's girl been popping off right now. In a way. Well, she like will post and then not and then post and then not. And I'm and I'm I think that's that's good. It's a way to do it. But, you know, it's inspirational. Sometimes it's inspirational to watch your friends post. It's true. You know, we need them to do it we so do. that we know that we can. We do. And I salute them. One hundred percent. Wow, Hannah, what a stunning episode of this show we've had. I love it. Time flew. I, I feel like I just sat down. I feel like you just sat down, too. Imagine what would happen if I drank a whole other cup of cold brew. <laughs> then we could really think, be flying. I think we the lights would start going and we'd be dancing. Do you feel like there's anything else you want to say about your high school experience that you didn't get to say before we log off? You know, or should we put up a paywall and make people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the body is bit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> this one time when I was getting double, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting up paywalls. You better. Do you see how evil America is making me? You better. Yeah, I you will. Better. I will. Monetize the self, honey. We gotta. And that's... if you're not monetizing yourself, what are you monetizing? You gotta do something. God so put pick. us on this earth to sell our souls. One hundred percent. Why do we? Why do you think He gave it to us? Yeah, if he he wouldn't he hadn't given it to us if he didn't want us to sell it. Period. <laughs> Period. Okay. Capitalism. <laughs> he gave us that too. Oh my God. Well. I have a question. Yes, Tavi. Was AIM still a thing? What was your screen name? My screen. Did name, you have AIM? I did have AIM. My screen name was Cheer Chicks with an X. Really? R. R stood for rock. <laughs> what? Cheer chicks rock. Just in case you didn't know that. Wait, cheer chickser? Cheer chickser. Because cheer chicks rock was taken. So I had to do cheer chickser. So you had to do cheer chicks R. Cheer chicks R. And we're not talking about the R word that we were referencing no, earlier. No. no, we are not talking about rock. that. Cheer R. chicks rock. Cheer chicks R. I love that. Cheer chickser. Can you give us a cheer? Um, you don't need to cheer it. You can just say it like spoken yeah, word. I'd love to. Okay. <clears throat> We're putting the spin drift down. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> There we go. Perfect. Okay. 
<laughs> I've forgotten all of them. Really? <laughs> yes. Knock them down, roll them around. Come on, defense work, work. I mean. That's a good one. I like that cheer. Because um, I think of bring it on. And I think of like yeah. what's just being really horny during it. Yeah, in the battle scene. Yeah. Let's think. I mean, there was like, there were a lot of, the choreo was a lot of like rippling. Mm. So it would be like, hey. Hey. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey. Hey, you. Go Hills. Hey. That's Or fun. there'd be like, um, it was so. Did you write them? No, they were handed down to us. Yeah. From our elders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was the mascot again? Norman. A French knight. Right. Yeah. I was less concerned with the cheers and more a with the choreo. French knight? What if you're like, Norman? Normandy. <laughs> the knights from Normandy. Let's go. We fight. Allez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's really good. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on my pod. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. Where can all of my listeners um, find you and watch your TV show? They can find me on what i guess is now called max yeah um now it is <laughs> which is yeah formerly known as hbo max hacks um, on max hacks on max baby we're there yeah seasons one and two seasons one and two we're in the middle of three we'll get that out to you as soon as we can there we go union strong baby mm -hmm. all right well look I once again absolutely blow everyone's mind by creating the most perfect podcast ever to be created. Um, and I love all of you. And this is a this is a monumental episode because for my YouTube heads, and I have met a few of you outside my shows, and I thank you deeply for coming. For my YouTube heads who have been so lovely and watched the whole episode on YouTube, I sadly have to say that this will be the last full episode on YouTube. Moving forward, you need to follow us on TikTok. You need to follow us on Instagram because it's gonna be clips, honey, okay? Basically, it's clips now. Why? Because apparently not everyone is as is as dedicated to me as you are, has the attention span that you have, and I would say are as brilliant as you. So you're gonna have to just start watching our clips. I already know the clip we're we're using from our episode. There, we're we're using. Guess what? We're using more than one, babe. Honey, it's chock full of clips. It's chock <laughs> full of clips. So just think about it this way: it's going to be a bunch of clips. And I thank you for watching our YouTube. That is really cool because I love YouTube. I really love. do. Over COVID, I became a YouTube head. Remember Bon Appetit when that was big? Yes. And it was like, oh my God, we're I'm part of the Test Kitchen family too. It's great. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're all a part of the Test Kitchen family at the end of the day. It's true. Um, all right. Well, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Stay cool. Never change. Oh, and I've decided that I'm going to figure out a way to officially make a sweatshirt, a single sweatshirt that's going to say stay cool, never change like that in that typeface on that. the sweatshirt. And I think that'd be cute. Okay. I love it. That's all for now, folks. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>